Hello, I'm Pastor Zach Hoffman, and I'm the pastor at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Gainesville, Georgia, where we seek to know Christ and love one another. We do this by witnessing faithfully, transforming our homes into places where the Word of God dwells, and by investing in the communities around us. We hope that you enjoy this podcast, and if you'd like to join us on a Sunday morning, our service times are at 8.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. God's blessings. As the children are gathered together, I mentioned that uh, we're going to be talking about Jesus feeding the 5,000 as we continue to work through the Impossible King, our sermon series on the Gospel of Matthew. And so I'll read uh, from the story, and I'll have everybody just kind of have a seat right here. Um, And if we could just be really careful around that table, there's some liquids. Um, And so I I know that uh, um, that's always fun. So, (laughs) Alrighty, so Matthew chapter 14, beginning at verse 13. It says, now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. He went ashore. He saw a great crowd. He had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now, when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a desolate place and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, we have only five loaves here and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the crowds and they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of the broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. So that's the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Jesus fed 5,000 men plus women and children as well. So he fed thousands and thousands of people. But you know what? Making a meal is not easy, especially in Jesus' day. So we know that Jesus fed, the, or fed these crowds five loaves and two fish. So we've got to get some things ready so that we can have a meal just like that. So here's what I'm going to have you do. Let's, let's walk over this way. We've got something over here that's going to help us get started making a meal just like the one that Jesus gave to the 5,000 plus people. Okay, so come on over this way. All right, right here I've got this big old thing of water because you know what? Back in Jesus' time and still many places around the world today, if you want water, you have to go and get it. It's not just in a kitchen sink. It doesn't just flow out of a faucet. Not in Jesus' time and not in many places on this earth does that happen, except for here. So we're kind of used to having water close by. But if you want to feed people, odds are you're going to need to get water first. It's not food. It is water. You're right. But water helps us make food. So here's what we're going to do. We've got this right here. Somebody want to lift that and just kind of carry it over here for me, please? Go ahead, Sammy. You got it. Come on. Go ahead, Sammy. Oh, you are not worthy. Okay, all right. And so it's like Thor's hammer. All right. um, Oh, he is worthy. Okay, there we go. All right. Okay. Can you you try to pick that up, Evie? All right. Anybody else want to give that a try? Okay, all right. Okay. Now, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. That should be sealed. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay, so now imagine carrying that, not just over to that table, but for miles, every day. You guys are excited for Christmas break, right? You're going to be off of school soon, right? For those of you who are in school, you're going to be off of school. You're excited for Christmas break, right? Hello? (laughs) Christmas break? Yes? Are you excited for Christmas break to be off of school? Everyone's like, water. All right, so yeah, yeah. 
And so how would you like to spend your Christmas break going miles and miles to get water for everything you need, like taking a bath, brushing your teeth, and cooking food and drinking? So how would you like to do that every day? Yeah, you can't carry it. I'll, I'll carry it. Okay, how about this? So we'll just carry our water over here, and we'll walk and talk. So, so water was definitely needed. That's what you need to make bread, okay? So you, you got to start with something. We'll, we're starting today with water. We're going to carry this big old thing over here. Ugh. Now, again, you've got to remember the scene, okay? There were 5,000 people plus their women and children, their wives and their kids, all right? So this was a whole big group of people, and they were very hungry. So we already figured out that it would take a long time just to get enough water that we need to make bread for these people, all right? So what face do you make when you're hungry? What face do you make? Give me a face. Give me an expression of when you're hungry. Okay, somebody give me a hungry face. Okay, there we go. There it is. There it is. We got, okay, we got... Jim and Sammy. Okay, all right. So thank you all. So imagine, Sammy, can you make that face again? Okay, good. I wouldn't want you to. All right. This times thousands, all right? Nobody wants that, all right? So anyhow, um, <laughs> so these people would all be staring at, at Jesus. If, if he had to make bread the normal way, man, that would be a lot. So you'd have 5,000 people staring at Jesus, all right? And so, yes, water. You just pour water? Well, I'm going to move that over here. All right, um, and so the first thing that we get from that is that they had nothing. They had 5,000 people staring at them for food, and they had nothing. And, but Jesus took five loaves and two fish, and he blessed them and fed the whole people. So this is one thing that I want you to remember today, okay? And I'm going to have you repeat it back to me. All right, everybody, eyes up here. Come on, eyes up here. Here we go, here we go. I need to be more entertaining. All right, so eyes up here. Look at this. All right, when, Jesus, when we have nothing... Jesus gives us everything. All right, let's say that together. When we have nothing, Jesus gives us everything. When we have nothing, Jesus gives us everything. So these crowds came. They didn't have anything. The disciples said, we don't really have anything either. And Jesus didn't even have anything. And yet 5,000 people were, were filled and satisfied. And you know what? As we think about Christmas, as we think about the birth of Jesus, our Savior, we recognize, too, that we also have nothing. We're born sinful. We have nothing that we can use to impress God or anything like that. But Jesus comes and gives us everything, forgiveness and salvation. And that's why we celebrate his birth. All right, so now, now we've brought water over. Let's get into the whole making bread thing. In those days, typically, bread was unleavened bread. Unleavened bread. That's bread without yeast because, you know, everybody knows what yeast is. All right, so um, we've got uh, bread without yeast. And so I've got here just a simple recipe that I found on the internet, so you know it's true. Um, so this is, this is one cup of flour. So I'm going uh, to give this to you. Callie, you look responsible, all right? So I'm giving you the flour because you're responsible. Can you carefully dump that into the bowl for me? Carefully dump that in. Awesome. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Okay, now, now, all right. Now, uh-oh, we've got vegetable oil, vegetable oil. All right, Kari? You want to dump in some vegetable oil into that bowl for me, please? Okay, all right, very good, very good. All right, thank you. All right, and then we've got water. The water that we carried over, kind of, although I already had it poured here. Put that in there. Great. Now, the recipe that I had said that you need one-eighth of a teaspoon of salt. One-eighth of a teaspoon of salt. What even is that? Um, there are some people in this world that cook exactly according to the recipe, 
and then there's me. All right, um, and so uh, I'm going to have, um, Sammy, you want to shake some salt in here? All right, there you go, bud. Just shake a little bit. We just need a dash. Excellent. Okay, we got some salt. Very good, very good. That was violent. Okay, all right. So now normally, normally what I would do is I would take this and I would mix it all together, but I forgot my spoon all the way over there, so we're not going to do that. Um, and so, and then what you would do is that you would mix it and you would put it uh, into an oven and it would bake for a while and then all of a sudden it would come out looking a little bit like this. Okay, now this is something that uh, some members of our congregation were nice enough uh, to make for us here today, so we really appreciate that, but this is kind of what the bread would look like, okay, so it's really flat like that. Would you like to try some? Anybody? Go ahead, pinch off a piece. Pinch off a piece. Everyone's like, no. All right, go ahead. It takes some work, but you know what? <laughs> Nothing in this life is easy. There's a lesson right there for you. We're learning a lot today. Okay, anybody else? Would you like to try some of this bread? Okay, very good. You want to try some, bud? See how that goes. All right. Okay. You want to try some? Just pinch off a little bit there. Okay. How's that taste? No, you want to try some? Almost lost you there. You're standing right next to me. That happens all the time in my house. All right. Um, and so anybody else want to try any? Sammy? No? Okay. All right. So you know what, though? Okay. So there you go. You got this bread. It's kind of chewy, but you know what? It works. It would really fill you up if, you, if, you, if that's what you had to eat. It may not be your favorite kind of bread, and I understand that, but you know, if you had to eat it, it works for you. Okay? And, and so then... But you know, what, you know what gets me? You know what gets me about this whole miracle of Jesus feeding the 5,000? Is that Jesus is God, right? We believe that Jesus is God. He came and took on human flesh, but he's God. He can do anything. And so I, if I were God and I were all-powerful and able to do anything, and I were to make food for people, I would do something like, I don't know, steaks and cakes, or, or, or delicious grilled meats and sweets, or, or lobsters and mobsters. I don't know. But I would do something... I would do something fantastic, spectacular. I would give those people a meal to remember. Fish and bread was everyday, ordinary food. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what, though? You know what, though? Let's walk over this way and we'll talk. That's the thing about Jesus, is that he uses all kinds of ordinary stuff all the time. And he uses regular bread in our communion to give us forgiveness of sins along with regular old wine. He used regular old water to make you his child and to baptize you and cleanse you of all your sins. And Jesus came as a regular person, God in flesh, to give us his blessings. So here's another thing I want you to remember. All right, repeat after me. Repeat after me. Everybody look over here. Repeat after me. Jesus works through ordinary things. Jesus works through ordinary things. Say that with me now. Jesus works through ordinary things. So our first point is, is that when we have nothing, Jesus gives us everything. The second thing is, is that Jesus works through ordinary things to give us tremendous blessings, outstanding blessings. Let's come over here and do some fishing. All right, we've got a fishing pole right here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, all right, so here's the thing. In those days, fishing wasn't easy, easy either. We talked about getting the materials for bread. We just looked at water, but, you know, all that stuff would be hard to get. And then we looked at what it would take to make the bread, and that wouldn't be easy either. What are you doing? <laughs> and so, pay no attention to the person behind the blue blanket. All right. So, so you have, um, so fishing wasn't easy either, and Jesus used two fish to feed 5,000 people. 
And in those days, even having one fish was an accomplishment, let alone two, because, again, fishing isn't easy. It still isn't. Just ask me. I come back with nothing all the time. All right? And so we have here a fishing rod and a fishing line here. So, Sammy, you want to go ahead and we're going to hold on to this now. Hold on to this, bud. And I'm going to cast your line over here, and we're going to see if we can catch a fish. I don't know if we'll be able to. Wink. Okay, here we go. Here we go. There it is. All right, hold on to that line, bud. Hold it steady. Hold it steady. Now, when, if you catch a fish, it will, we'll start to feel it because it'll, it'll get a good tug, okay? All right, hold on. Oh, 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 there we go. There we go. Let's try to pull it back up. Let's pull it back up. Let's pull it back up. Where does this line end? All right, let's pull it back up. It's still going. Oh, there we go. Congratulations. You caught a fish. Let's eat it. All right, very good. All right, I'll throw it on the grill and see what happens. Okay, so you got a fish. Good job, bud. And you know what? Here's the thing uh, about the story as well. The, the 5,000 crowds, they came to Jesus. Don't go beyond the stick. They came to Jesus. They came to Jesus when, when, it was, when it was getting late. The sun was already starting to set. All right? And going home would have been dangerous because they would have encountered all kinds of trouble. Maybe somebody would have tried to rob them or, or steal from them. Maybe they would have gotten lost. And so they really needed to eat um, before they got home because it would have taken the journey that would have taken that much longer to get back home. So let's walk over here with me and we're going to talk some more. We're going to talk some more. You know what? There's another story about fishing in the Bible. There's another story. It's a story about how Jesus saw his disciples fishing one time. And they were done. It was the end of the, it was the, end of the night, and so the sun was, was rising because people fished at night in those days. And as the sun was rising, as the sun was rising, we have that. <laughs> we'll put the fish in the water later. As the sun was rising, the time for fishing was, was done. In fact, the disciples had already brought their boat to shore. And fish, the fish had already stopped eating for the day, so there was, they weren't interested in, 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 in eating any of the bait or the lures or anything, so they were, they were done. But Jesus says, you know what, go back out, take your boat back out, and throw your net. Throw out your net. And the disciples did that, and they brought in just a huge amount of fish. Even when everybody thought it was too late, Jesus gave them this huge amount of fish, all right? So here's, here's the other thing about that, is that for the crowds, when the sun was setting... And for the disciples, when the fishing time was, was getting done and over, we learned this lesson, that it's never too late for Jesus. So let's say that. It's never too late for Jesus. Even when things are getting dark, even when time is running out, even when hope seems like it's just about to fall apart, it's never too late for Jesus. So we have Jesus who gives us everything when we have nothing. We have Jesus who works through ordinary things to give us his blessings. And we have Jesus Somebody want to hold this for me? You want to hold Jesus? Brody, you got him? Okay, hold on to him. Don't drop that baby. Okay, there we go. You want to turn around? You want to turn around? You want to turn around for me? There we go. Okay, thank you. All right, and so all the way, please. There we go. Okay. And so this is why... We celebrate Christmas, and this is why we're really looking forward to Christmas Day. Sure. Uh, are you looking forward to presents? Yeah? <laughs> yes, okay. All right, one of these days I'll have people's attention. All right, and so, yeah, um, and we're all looking forward to gifts and all kinds of wonderful things, but the real reason why we're excited for Christmas is that we have Jesus who comes to us. So as we leave here this morning, I want you to take these things with you. 
and remember and learn from the story of the 5,000 and learn from the story of his birth, right? That when we have nothing, Jesus gives us everything. And Jesus works through ordinary things. Say that again. Jesus works through ordinary things to give us great blessings. And then finally, it's never too late for Jesus. It's, it's never too late for Jesus. All right. And so thank you, Jesus, for saving me from getting hit in the face by this stick. All right. And so, and so we come here, and there's, a, there's actually a, a Bible passage that tells us about that, too. It says, in the fullness of time, God came to be our Redeemer. And so we have Jesus who comes at just the right moment when everything was dark, when not a lot of people had any kind of hope whatsoever, Jesus came, and he came to be our Savior. And so we celebrate today Christmas, and we'll celebrate again on the 25th Christmas, Christ who has come for us to give us his many, many wonderful blessings and who leaves us satisfied and filled with joy. All right, so with that, you can return to your seats. I need a break. (laughs) 